Hey everybody, how are you tonight? Welcome to Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life on WSOS 103.9 St. Augustine, 95.5 Ponte Vedra Beach, Nocatee, and Ephraim Anywhere on stagustineradio.com. So, it is already Wednesday. It is already March, right? Oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Today, from LA, who has called in, I have celebrity chef Ryan Rondino. He is the owner of Rondino Culinary Designs, and he made a huge decision during his college years to change his path and follow his passion. So Ryan is a celebrity chef in LA with his own custom line of spices, books, and he has a strategy to the way that he cooks. And he's sought after for his talent, his personality, and he's with us today to tell us a little bit about how he manifested his life on purpose. So Ryan, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So you are out there in LA and Everybody, I had the amazing experience of being able to cook with Ryan when I was out in L.A. And that was awesome because the food was amazing. We so, had a chance to put you to work. Yeah, I know. And, you know, and, and those of you that know me know that I don't love to cook. So I just don't love to cook. Now, I will bake any day. But when it comes to cooking, I don't love it. Now, you know, I have four kids. The oldest is 27. I've been cooking for years. But Ryan made it easy. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. And it tasted amazing. My kids were there, too. And so I got to have, we got to have all of that. Ryan, we talk a lot about manifesting magic in your own life, right? Right. And... You told me a little bit about in your college years when you left and you made a decision. So what were you going to school for and what made you decide to leave? Well, initially, I was going to school for uh, electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. And I I came to the point I was in college one day, you know, sitting in my room and, you know, classes are over. Just kind of just brainstorming on if this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just came to a decision that, like, this is just, just isn't for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'll be happy doing this, you know, and I always love to be around food. So, so what, I, I just, I, sorry, what, what thoughts were coming to your mind when you started to feel uncomfortable about the situation that you were in, in school, right? Because it was probably okay, right? You were in college, um, what right. was it, your second year? Second year. Yeah, so um, that's not like it's it was anything was really, you know, bad. So what kind of things started going through your mind or what feelings did you have when you started thinking, you know, this is just not right? And you say you were sitting back thinking, but like it was it fear or, I mean, what kind of thoughts were going through your mind? I, I, it wasn't fear, I can say. I can say it was, am I going to love this? Am I going to be passionate about doing this for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. There, there was always you know, a mixed feeling in my gut, like, you know, this this isn't for me. You know, I have a different path that, and different goal in mind that, you know, I, I should be taking. You know, I, I made the decision, you know, I went to the counselor's office, you know, just told him, you know, I want to change my major to culinary arts. Mm-hmm. And just, just like their initial reaction is the reaction I get from everyone. You know, their eyes get big. They're, mm-hmm. they're in disbelief and shock. You know, it, this is a big change. It's not like it's a small... Right. You know, crossover, it's, it's huge. I had to go home and tell my parents this, too. Yeah, there there you go. <laughs> How'd that go? 
Um, you know, it was, it was quiet at first. It was, <laughs> it was quiet, you know. Because I think uh, at that time, you know, uh, my parents, they really didn't know. They were always busy doing this, doing that. So they didn't really know my expression for food. So um, when I told them, you know, it, it, it was it was shocking a little bit. Right, I so, can imagine. You know, at first, um, it, I guess, you know, it, it thought it would be a phase. You know, somebody's going through, he'll get out of it, he'll snap out of it. But, you know, the more I got into it, the more passionate uh, I became about it. And that's when you start to see, you know, the support behind it. Right. So, you Because, you know, I, I knew this was it. This is what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. And I had to, you know, had to make my mark. And um, each day, you know, I just really looked, you know, really pushed myself to get better. You so know, how learn. was it different? How was it different from, I know that obviously the major is totally different, right? I mean, that's like a whole different flip. But h- how did you find it different as far as what you were going through, like, so did you just feel a little bit more excited every day when you got up? I mean, did you have more of a passion to get up and go for your dreams then? Uh, yes, uh, you can you can say it in in that sense. Um, it wasn't, you know, like for some, you know, they they go to work. I don't go to work. It's Monday. I don't want to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but for me, it was you know, let let's tackle this. You know, let's tackle this uh, this passion. Let's let's you know grasp and learn everything we can to to be a better cook, to be a better chef, and you know move forward. So, so that, go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying, no doubt, that, that was always the task I had every day to really, you know, grasp my career. So I know because I met you in person, you're a very bubbly, happy guy and your personality mm-hmm. is contagious when you're around you because of your smile. <laughs> so if those of you that saw the post on this, make sure if you haven't, go look at it. You'll be able to tell what we're talking about. Also go to his website, and his um, which we'll have listed and we already do. But just the way that you talk, it's, it's just really exciting to get be around you because of the yes. excitement. Um, this one. So I have a question about the people you surround yourself with. So I talk all the time about, you know, surrounding yourself with people that are as excited for you as you are for yourself, right? Right. So did you find that easy or hard when you made your transition from a chemical, being, you know, a chemical engineer to wanting to be a chef? Uh, I thought it was very easy. Okay. You know, uh, because... You were, um, I mean, uh, I was around, you know, like-minded individuals, you know, young chefs, you know, uh, you know, grasping, you know, moving, uh, moving on the same path, you know, whether our focus was different, our passion was the same. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it was cool to really collaborate and brainstorm with, you know, different young, young cooks, and you know, we're still... Still friends to this day. To this day, that's awesome because you do have to have yourself with a real support system, and you know, there's kind of a whole bunch of different personalities too, right? So, you know, you met Brendan, my husband Brendan, and he's actually here too. Yeah. So when he talks about you know doctors and um, let's see, chemical engineers or engineers or electrical engineers, he likes to talk. You know, people may call them 
kind of geeks sometimes, even though there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, Because he calls himself one sometimes. This is why we're going there. Anyway, it's a whole different, it's a whole, it's a whole different, like, and he should grab the mic here, Brendan, you should get the mic, you talk here. Um, But it's a whole different um, uh, personality, right, of people when you go from one to the other. Yes. I mean, when you, I think, I think when you enter restaurants, it, it it changes. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not in school anymore, that that the protective barrier is not there anymore. So uh-huh. you you have to grow for yourself, for one, and you have to grow as a team, for two. Uh, but right. you, you're dealing with a lot of characteristics. You know, some are, some are just there just to be there, just to earn a paycheck, and some really want to go to be a chef. Well, those are the people that are not following their passions, right? It, exactly. So, you know, there you go. They're probably not very happy. But and same with any kind of group, no matter what your profession is, there's always different personalities. And that's why I think this world is amazing, because there's no wrong personality or right personality as long as you are a good person. And it's better when you follow your passion because you're happier to be around. We want to be around you more. Um, so I'm really glad that you found that transition easy. And a lot yes. of people would have a hard time making a leap like that. Because it is totally different. So I give you a whole lot of credit for following that passion. Now, I'm going to ask another question or so, and then we're going to go to one of your favorite 80s songs. How did you end up in L.A.? It was a unique situation. Uh, I was in Atlanta at the time, Mm -hmm. and the recession hit. Okay. So, you know, unbelievably, it was hard to find a job. You know, I was qualified. You know, resume spoke for itself, but... No one was just no one was hiring. So I, I began to look out uh, in different areas of the U.S. And for me, it was either California or New York. Uh-huh. So, um, the uh huh. So the job in California came up first. Okay. Which was a whole different market of cooking. It was being a, a private chef, and it happened to be for Will Smith. I awesome. figured, you know. Let's give it a try. Let's do something different. You know, yeah. Let's really just expand the horizon. You know, you've done restaurants, you've done catering, you've done, you know, all these dinners here and there, but you've never done private chef work. So let's see what let's see what it has to offer. Yeah, I bet being so, a private chef would be awesome because you get to meet some really cool people, and you're also around families and things that would be totally different than a restaurant, but I think Brendan has a question for you. Go ahead, Brendan. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Does Will Smith, when he's at home, have the Men in Black outfit? And does he walk around with that memory zapper? <laughs> I just want to know what it is. Is that... Can you even say... No, he, he doesn't. He, he no, does I'm it. just kidding. He always seems so cool. <laughs> I, I thought that was a great little weapon or toy or whatever. Brendan wants right. one of those. We're yeah. going to have to find one of those for home. <laughs> he, he's, already, he's imagining it. This is why he yeah. thought it up. He's one of your people come downstairs with that on. Yeah. But I bet uh, you, you know, yeah, you got to meet some really awesome people. And, I mean, I'm sure he was a pretty cool guy. I mean, I remember, wasn't he on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Wasn't that him? Yeah. That, see, yeah. that's what I, mean, I remember. That's I don't remember the, the other stuff. That, that, that's the one that I've experienced. You know, the, the Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel-Air. The laughable, the goofy, you know, um, just always having a great time, uh, Will Smith. So, 
Right. Uh, it, it, it was a great experience working for him. No, I bet it was. So, I mean, you've got to meet some really awesome people. So you did some personal chef work. You still do. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the celebrity chef part of this when we get back from the break. But we are going to be playing a song that you love, and it is Thriller by Michael Jackson. So we will be right back with Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life with Ryan Rondino. Hey, this is Kathleen. Welcome to Manifesting Magic. Let's raise some vibrations. Hey, we're back. And we are here with celebrity chef Ryan Rondino from Los Angeles. And Ryan has had an amazing journey from first going to school to be an engineer, changing his major, and now following his passion to become a chef. And he is a chef and an amazing one at that, has his own custom spice line, which I have had the pleasure of using at our house. We actually, it's a regular with us. And even tonight, before we left the house, right, Brendan? Yeah, so Ryan, um, you know, both of my kids, actually, well, I have four kids, you guys know that, but I we have two that are younger that are still at home. And Emmett, that you met, Ryan, that's 15, yeah. he was using your spices tonight as well. Yep. With some of your recipes, yeah. It's very tasty. Amazing. Yeah, so we like live with Ryan's spices now. And I actually got some for our older son who turned 27 for his birthday a few weeks ago. So he's super excited. It's like everybody's using Ryan Rondino spices. So (laughs) I wish you could taste those like through the website, but I will promise you guys you will not regret it. And your book is awesome too, which is now available on Amazon through the website and his website easy meals like less than 30 minutes right very easy very easy simple and easy and when i say simple and easy like i said from the beginning i don't love to cook i mean it's simple and easy so (laughs) we'll have to let brendan you should try to make some of those yeah i should yeah Yeah. Yeah. you should definitely try to crab fritters yeah. yeah, well, we'll get him in the kitchen next, right? Brendan's the type, you know, if we asked him, he does a whole lot of things, but... Um, God help us he all. Might pour, he might pour us <laughs> a bowl of cereal or something. But anyway, we all do eat, uh, believe it or not, even though we don't have to cook. Good thing our kids are learning to cook. But how have you found being a celebrity chef? And do you feel like you fit right in, meaning that your passion just takes over when you're there and it doesn't even feel like a job any day? Uh, no, I never feel like it's a job. It's always, I'm doing what I love. Yeah. So people get to enjoy it. That's the luxury they have, you know, so they get to enjoy, the, you know, the various types of food that I present to them. I always try to push them to eat better, think about what they're eating. Well, that's, know, eating eat. that's eating better. That's eating <laughs> better. Because some people yeah. don't link about what they're eating. Hey, right. They just go go at it. Yeah. I mean, well, it's all what we put into our bodies, right? I mean, that all even goes back to helping you create the life that you desire. If you're not going to take care of the inside, right. you know, even with meditating and journaling and nurturing your intuition, and you still have to take care of your physical body inside if you want everything right. to radiate on the outside. Right. right? Exactly. Right. I mean, and I'll, I'll always say you can't be an entrepreneur and be out of shape. So, <laughs> not if you don't. If you want to be successful, at least a happy <laughs> successful, right? Like, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. 
tell us a little bit about what you've been doing lately as far as with your celebrity chef work. And I know you do some demonstrations and and shows and things of that nature. What kind of things like do you love to do the most? And that might be a hard question because you like all of it. But what is something that really gets your heart singing and makes you get really excited and like, you know, this is it? That's an easy question. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Pop-up dinners. I love pop-up dinners simply because people get to really see, you know, me 100%. Tell me what a pop-up dinner is. So, I mean, so so I understand. A a pop-up dinner is, you know, a chef, maybe a freelancer like myself or another chef from another restaurant gets to go to a venue or another restaurant, take over the menu for a night or two, and, you know, just bring guests in and enjoy that, that menu particularly just for the evening. So you go into a restaurant, and it's not necessarily the typical menu that they would have. You get to be creative and do your own. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. It, so it's, it's an awesome feat. So I guess it's relatable to underground supper clubs. Okay. So what kind of you things know? have you done? Like, what's one of your favorite meals to prepare for pop-up dinners? I guess I, I, the first one, the first one was always, always a memorable one for me. Even though all of them are memorable, the first one's really, when I really got to put my Creole stamp on L.A., the play on Himalayan South Slabs by using Bloody Mary Sorbet, raw oysters, we used like uh, fried celery leaves, pickled uh, pearl onions, we used just like chive oil. But also, you know, squid and ravioli with um, like chicken fried sweetbreads is another favorite of mine. That, those two dishes always come to mind when, you know, I do pop-up dinners. That's awesome. You know. And that's a lot so, of stuff to go into a meal. Yes. Like for the average um, cook at home. So good thing you're doing true. that at a restaurant for a pop-up meal. And that's why you come I mean, into their home and make them. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right, but I mean, even if, you know, I go, I come into your home and make it, I'm, I'm catering towards you. Right. Versus doing a pop-up and anything goes. Yeah. That's what I enjoy the most. So that makes you feel like you are, like, radiating out on a high energy frequency, right? Yes. Like we talk you about. Know. So, all right. So you have the book, The 30-Day self-perception makeover and i know the guys edition is coming out and you are going to be one of the first ones to get that in the mail but you know on day 10 we talk about giving compliments and because it raises you up on an energy vibration right like you are just radiating out higher so when you give a compliment it's helping you when you receive a compliment it's helping Mm -hmm. you right so that's something that's done a lot in your field i would think right yes Every day, every single day, um, you see another chef, you know, just put out a, a, a great dish, you know, you, you have to get credit to where credit is due. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be reciprocated. So, but it helps. Um, not, not only does it feel good, but it helps everybody, you know, cook better, work better, and even you know, become tighter as a unit. Well, it so, does because if you talk about the, ra- the radiating out at higher energy frequencies, right, or opening up your flow to creating the life that you desire, when you're giving a compliment, you are doing that and when you're receiving it. And that's different than some professions. So exactly. some professions, unfortunately, it, there's a lot of critiquing that goes on. There's a lot of negativity yeah. that happens. It, or it's in a situation where something – go ahead. Engi- engineering. Engineering, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Like taking the engineering. Yeah, or medicine, like Brendan's saying. You know, right. I mean, there's some things that because unfortunately, all things are not well good. 
<laughs> when you're dealing with that. <laughs> so it's great to have a profession like that where you can have that giving and receiving of compliments as a regular part of your life. Right. So I, I definitely agree. I think that's awesome to be in a profession like that. Maybe people want to think about that when they're starting to think about what profession they want to go to into. Although we do need chemical engineers, engineers, doctors, we need all these people too. Okay. So right. yeah, let's not everybody become a chef, but you know, we still need that. But you know, chefs, we, 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 we have our hard days, you know, everybody does. But then again, yeah. when you have your hard day, when you have hard days, what do you do to get you through to the next day? Like what kind of things do you tell yourself? Because I've gotten to know you and I know that you are a happy person mm-hmm. and, and I myself too. We all have down days, but what gets you in particular through to the next meal? Uh, I just, I just keep pushing, keep persevering. If I, if I mess up a dish, um, does anybody even know if you mess up a dish besides uh, you? I'm just asking. Cause like, <laughs> I probably wouldn't know if you made something and put something wrong in there. A, a, a lot of times though. No. Okay. I mean, cause like, um, if I'm carrying an event and everybody is just elated over the dish or the whole menu itself, you know, in my mind, I'm sitting like, this could have been better. This could have been a lot better. <laughs> but uh, I just I just push myself to create that better dish the next time, you know, even if it's the same, on, on the same menu. I was focused on what can I do better to make uh to really give them the full experience. So right, it, but I would hope that even in those situations that you're like, this was awesome because everybody absolutely loves it. It's kind of like when you're playing yeah. an instrument, right? If I play a couple of wrong notes, <laughs> nobody's going to know the difference unless it's my teacher that taught me that. It's like, ooh, she played a C and I was supposed to be a, you know. Right. I, I, I agree. You know, I'm, I'm always uh, happy with what I put out. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think chefs, we, we are our worst critics. Right, aren't isn't everybody? You're right. <laughs> I mean, no matter what you're in, I think everybody is. But that goes back to self perception too, right? And of us all, I mean, there's nothing. I think there's a fine line, though. And you tell me what you think. I think there's a fine line between growth and getting quote better at what you're doing, mm-hmm. and telling yourself you didn't do that good enough. Right. Right. That's a very fine there, line. Yeah, there there is uh, um, that. That is true because you allow. The, the negativity to really take over. Right. If you really constantly tell yourself, this could have been better, this could have been better. Mm-hmm. But I would say, you know, you know, keep yourself in check to really push yourself forward. Right, exactly. And I, I like the way you it's put that. Still keep I, yourself in check, even though everything seems like it's great. Keep yourself in check so that you can keep growing. Right. As a person and to help others. Exactly. Because that's what does it. And that's different than <laughs> negativity. That is that is different. But I think that's where some people find that to be a little bit hard to differentiate between and they go more towards the negative instead of this is growth. I'm glad that we talked about this because I think a lot of people, if they understood that you don't have to put it in a way to yourself that this is not good, just that next time it's going to be even better. Exactly. I, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. When you do your everyday job, right? I talk a lot about inspired action and action. In, mm-hmm. Even in the 30 Day Self-Perception Makeover, I do too. Um, that's the first thing we talk about. But do you find that 
when you're doing the job that you're doing now. Inspired action, you know, is that action that you take because you're excited about it and you know that it's going to grow you further. And action is the kind of the stuff that we have to do on a daily basis that we just don't want to do, but we have to do because we have responsibility. Well, mm-hmm. in your life where you are right now with where you've taken your career, do you feel like most of the time you are in more of an inspired action mode or an action mode? Inspired action mode. Okay. Uh, simply because, you know, my my cooking style, mm-hmm. it's, it's always changing. Every menu is different, so you have to be inspired to really progress with a different genre of, of cooking. Because even if you, you look at my website, there's not like there's sample menus. There's not an actual menu mm-hmm. like some uh, some like a catering menu. Because I, I like their, I like everything customized. I like really giving everybody the full experience. So it allows me to be inspired. It allows you to be inspired. Mm-hmm. We're, we're both learning together, right? You know? And trying different things, and that allows you to grow too. Not only exactly. in your career, but as a person, because you listen to other people's recommendations, say, oh, yeah, let's try that. And that's what another thing that I love about what you do, and because you do create your life on purpose. I mean, you are a good example of somebody that is just going through and having fun, following their passion. And when they have down days, it's just like, you know what? I know that I'm learning here, and I'm just going to move forward and grow. But you create it on purpose. And that even goes down to the food and the menus. Um, But we are going to be back in just a minute. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Manifesting Magic in your everyday life. Welcome back. We are here with Ryan Rondino, celebrity chef who lives in L.A. now, who has his own line of spices, books, and has a strategy to the way that he cooks. I want to ask you a few questions, Ryan. You ready? Yes. Okay, first of all, the strategy that you have to cooking. So that was something that you showed me when we were cooking in the kitchen together and I yeah. had, I'll be honest with you, I had never done that before because I usually just like say, here's the ingredients, let's put it in. What makes you have a strategy and if you want to just tell us like an example of a simple strategy that you have and why to cooking because when you follow a strategy to something, you know that you're going to have a great outcome if you've planned ahead and that goes into life too. So mm-hmm. let me know like what is an example? I think a, a great strategy on um, cooking is the ability to build flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we had a chance to cook together, we made we made the white bean and well chorizo soup. Right, it was awesome. We we cooked it up, brought it from ingredient up. You know, we took time, sautéed the vegetables, really brought out the flavors in each element of each dish to really give you what was simple but tasted complex. That's, you know, one strategy that I like to use a lot is really building flavors and, you know, taking time to develop each product. And the building of the flavor is what makes your recipes in your book taste so amazing. It's because you do have us build one thing at a time for a strategic reason, like you said, so that it tastes like a complex dish that has these flavors that have gone into each particular part of the food. It still only takes 30 minutes, and it's still all simple ingredients. And I really thought that was awesome. Yes. I could tell the difference in the way that (laughs) yours tasted. However, if I was just to throw everything in at one time, and it still took the same amount of time to cook. (laughs) Hey, you you were a star that day in the kitchen. So, yeah, (laughs) you know, I I, I commend you. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I was awesome. It was awesome. Brendan, you were watching. It was pretty good, wasn't it? It was. And you tasted it, and it was good. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. The kids liked it, too, and all the videographers, mm-hmm. the director. I mean, yeah, everybody all, like, really inhaled their food. <sighs> that was really exciting for me to see, you know, because even ask my older kids, like, I mean, and my mom did teach me how to cook, okay? So let me just tell you. My dad's an awesome cook. My mom's an awesome cook. It's just not where I find my passion. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. We're all good at different things. Exactly. And it was fun for me to see everybody really enjoying a dish that I made. Usually growing, like, my older kids, even in my younger ones, if I make something, like, what did you put in this? Because I'm always trying to, like, experiment. And um, (laughs) it doesn't really come out. I saw this stick with baking. But your stuff has been awesome. So I want to say that. Even the spices. So what inspired you, you to follow a passion and make your own custom um, spices? I think it was part of the plan, part of the things that, part of the goals okay. that I wanted to achieve for myself. And uh, developing my own spices was a huge part of it. You know, one day just sitting around playing in the kitchen, playing with different spices and wanting to come up with something unique, something mm-hmm. bold, something flavorful, but at the same time, that really spoke to how I cook. You know, when people use it, I want them to feel a sense of we're cooking together. Right. So that's how uh, these three spices came up, came about. Uh, the Creole, the Antrochino barbecue, and the citrus herb rub. They're all unique. Chicken, seafood, beef, lamb, pork, even vegetables. So, you know, whatever you desire in the kitchen for that day, you can these, these spices go well with it. Yeah, we've used all the spices on all different things. I mean, we just we, we just look at the colors that day, and we're like, yeah, we're going to go with this. That's, what, that's, our, that, that's how we do if we're not following a recipe. <laughs> I mean, but it, it works because they're all they're good. I mean, that's just the way we do it. Actually, even tonight, though, when my son was doing it, he was like, can I, like, put my chef hat on and put my hand in the jar and, and like, take it out like the chefs do and put it in the pan? I was like, as long as your hands are clean, that's fine. Um, exactly. Because we even have a chef. Yeah, my kids like they do like to cook. They have a chef's hat. We have the aprons and all that stuff, and they put them on. You know, yeah. Maybe I should do that for myself. You should do that. Yeah, it would just it would just be a good picture if anything. But okay, so you made that. Now, what about the book? So, what inspired you to write the book about the meals? What inspired me to write the book is well, people inspired me to write the book because you know as I came out uh, developed the spices. The question, the next question was, how do I use it? Mm-hmm. You know, you had to figure out a way to simplify it, make it peop- make make it easy for people to execute in a matter amount of time at home, but still make it flavorful for them. Right. And also teach them something new because that's another question too. You know, or a statement you hear from people: I get tired of cooking the same thing over and over <laughs> and over. Yeah. So try something new. <laughs> you know. Yeah, invite friends, invite family over. No, just have a ball. Yeah, that's the way to uh, do it. And also, cooking with more than one person is always fun. It's more fun. I I agree. I agree. Don't you think? Yeah, and having somebody on each thing. I have heard you say it's bigger than me. Yes. What does that mean to you? It's bigger than me. Goes way back when. Uh Um, I lost my dad in two thousand nine. Oh gosh! You know he he was my he was my biggest supporter, so that's where it's, it's bigger than me comes from. It's you, you making him proud. You making 
you know, the ones that watch you develop, ones watch you grow from start to now. Yeah. You're making them proud because, you know, they're all part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, so if that as for the turn is bigger than me. Because even though it's, you know, it's just I'm the, the chef, there's, everybody has a hand in it. You know, you have the people you work with, the chefs you had in the past, the cooks that you cook with now, barbers, whoever, whoever, you know, really encourage, encourages you to yeah, really keep Yeah, they were your in. supporters, right? Your cheerleaders. Exactly. Exactly. So it it becomes a team effort. Yeah. So it's, just, it's just not about, okay, I, I'm a huge success on my own. That's, that's just false information. Right. Um, so that's where the term is bigger than me comes from. Well, I love the way that you put that because mm-hmm. it's bigger than me is so true for so many people. Well, for everybody, really, right? Because right. who we have become is a lot of people had a part in that. And I have seen you in the past while get, I mean, you're on interviews, you've been in magazines, you've been all over the internet, like exploding everywhere. You've had a lot of success, but like you said, it's bigger than you. It's not just mm-hmm. you that got you to where you are right now. Right, exactly. It's a great support system. I know your dad is watching over you every single day, and he is still cheering you on. He's probably your best cheerleader because he can be wherever. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't know? have to be physically there. <laughs> he can just show up anywhere. And I know that everybody's proud of you, as you should be for yourself. Oh, yeah, right? I, I definitely agree. I mean, every you time know? I even see something, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, Ryan's in this magazine. That's so awesome. <laughs> because, you know what, honestly, though, too, your personality and you as a person, mm-hmm. I mean, your cooking's amazing, your spices are amazing, your book's amazing, I mean, all of that, but really it's you as a person that makes what you do so special. Right. And I feel like that is when people are true and they're genuine, like you are, that's what makes it so great. Right, because there are a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can cook amazing. Mm-hmm. Right, there's a lot yeah. of people out there that can sing amazing. But it's yes. those ones that that really care and inspire others and actually realize, like like you did, that this is bigger than you. You yeah. know, it's not just Ryan who made this happen. It's all the support that Ryan has had throughout the years. And you were right. just able to take it to the next level. Exactly. I mean, I think you have to... You know, you have to be a testament to your own product. Mm-hmm. You know, just like just like my shirts. You know, create your destiny. Oh, that's uh, right. Let me just mention that because I Ryan has awesome shirts with sayings that I love. So if you look at his website, like even you like want to wear around those shirts like every day because they're positive. And that's another thing that goes into your personality, though. That goes into you as a person right. just by reading your shirts. We know mm-hmm. what you're about, even though right. even if you haven't been able to taste your food yet. We know what you're exactly. about. But let me ask and, you a question. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm not. That's what I was going to say. Like, you know, as, as I spoke earlier, what, what do you do when you have those tough days? Mm-hmm. Those, those t-shirts are always lying there looking at me. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I have to keep pushing. Have to keep pushing. You put on another so. t-shirt and go look in the mirror. <laughs> right, exactly. You're like, yeah, I'm going to keep going because this is what it tells me to do. What would you tell your 25-year-old self? With what you know today, what would I tell my twenty-five-year-old self? Mm-hmm. With all the um, knowledge, because we get smarter, wiser, better every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-five years old, I was in Atlanta at the time. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Probably having uh, some fun. <laughs> Have some fun, mm-hmm. cooking great food, you know, working at Emeralds. That's uh, right. You worked at you were at Emeralds for a while. Yeah, I was at Emeralds during that time. Awesome. Uh, I think I would, I would tell myself, you know, don't give up. You know, keep keep striving. You know, um, you know, great job for not well, great job for persevering. Times got tough when you when you felt like it wasn't going to measure up. You kept pushing. So I would tell my twenty five year old self, great job. Yeah, that's right. Because you you did have some down times, like we all do. And look at you now. Right. Exactly. And it was you because know, so you kept going, and you realized my, that it was going to get better. And you looked at the yeah, bright side. It, it can only get better. You know, that's my that's my advice for anyone around that age or or younger. Or, you know, in a tough spot, just keep going, just keep pushing. Right, and follow your passion. That's it. We talk about this some on the show about following your passions, and you know, not everybody can just quit their job and go follow their passion. But I think it's important for everybody to realize that when you get that that knowing inside, and your intuition's telling you something, at least pursue it on some level if you have always say wanted to be a chef but you know you mm-hmm. are an, an accountant whatever do it on the side you know maybe experiment at home maybe you know yeah. start having friends over like you said and and catering a few things right. because at least then you're headed in that direction you can feel that passion and something big can come of that meaning you you might find that either that is what you really love and that's your passion or maybe it leads you to something else but know mm-hmm. that you're not stuck wherever you are because everything, right. this this world is limitless. You really can do absolutely anything. And there's people like you that that when we hear your stories, we know that you can. I mean, you can change your mind on what you're doing. And if you have responsibilities, that's fine. Do it. And then do the other things on the side until you that, can get to true. that point. But it does, take, it does take consistency. It does take inspired action. It's just not going to fall in your lap. And I think that's where some people get a little bit where they're like, well, this is not happening. This is not happening. But, you know, what are you doing about it? Right, it takes time. Right, it takes, takes time, time. I mean, when, and action. Like you say, when you when you put the passion and you find that it uncontrollably, it'll happen before your eyes. Right, you know, it grows. You, it just you grows. have to go into it. That you have no choice. Yeah, you know, it's time to take the leap, and it feels know, right. So. And when you when you're feeling like you're wondering <laughs> if you should take that leap, as far as with following your passions and things like that, and yeah, my my suggestion is always yes because you're getting it for a reason. Brendan, you have yeah. anything to say? <laughs> <clears throat> Do I have anything to say? Um, hmm. Well, Ryan, it's been great to catch up to you. Um, you too. <laughs> keep up the good work. You know, I'd, I'd say again, your book and the spices. Uh, you know, I know you're a Louisiana guy in Florida, but I don't know the difference between Cajun and Creole, but all you got to do is look at the book or follow the little instructions and you put the stuff in there and the food tastes great. It's really, it's simple and the Brennan's taste, taste is let's, delicious. Let's just say this. He hasn't actually got the spices and put them in the well, food. Well, no, I tell my cooking. son what to do. Right, but he has tasted them. He actually had some before we left. We actually, I think he used the Creole tonight. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's really, it's it's delicious. So um, Yeah, so he has tasted it, that. We, I just we, think we you really were sounding like you were cooking it. I was just trying to. Yes, and, and, and look out for three more soon. Okay, no, three that's more? great. Uh, three more? Three, three fresh ones are going to hit the block real soon. Great, Woo-hoo. good, good, good. 
So, everybody, we will have Ryan's website on the WSOS page, also on my page, KathleenMinor.com. And I would highly suggest that you all go and take a look at these because they are awesome. They're custom. And it is t- he has put his passion behind this. And you know this show, Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life, is all about following your passions and realizing that this universe is absolutely limitless. And just because you're in a position where you may not be happy, it doesn't have to stay that way. Your past does not dictate your future. I mean, there's just, gosh, there's so much that you can do in this world. And everything yeah. can, we can change things. I know it may not be as easy for some as for others, but it, it's possible. It is always, always possible. Ask for help if you need it. Ask for advice, you know, to people that, from people that you trust. And, you know. It'll happen for you. So, Ryan, thank you so much for being here. And we will be in touch. And I'll put your information on the website. I hope you have an amazing rest of the night. Because I guess there it's 5 p.m. It's gym time. Gym time. Oh, you go. It's 8 p.m. here. So we're almost at bedtime here. But so thank you so much for being here, Ryan. And I will talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on WSOS 103.9 FM St. Augustine, 95.5 FM Ponavidra Nakatee for Manifesting Magic in Your Everyday Life with Kathleen. Please go to my website at KathleenMinor.com for more information on the 30-Day Self-Perception Makeover. I will hear you next Wednesday. As founder and president of Hopeful Handbags International, a nonprofit 501c3 organization, I would like to ask that you donate your once-loved handbags filled with necessities that will be donated to women getting back on their feet again that have gone through down times, abuse, and homelessness. Never underestimate the power of hope. If you or your business would like to donate funds, necessities, become a drop-off location, or start a Hopeful Handbags in your area, Contact me at KathleenMiner.com and you too can give hope.